Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? Fuck you, come on by the One Million Podcast. A fiddle do bap screamity boop bow. Yeah. How about you? How you feel? It's hot. Yep. It's hot. It's, it's October. Late October. It's mid-October. You're right. You're right. I overstepped. That's the 21st. Yeah, that's still mid. That's still well in your mid. That's, well, it's mid. It's end. It's the middle of the end of the mid. It's the end of the mids. Yeah. End of the mids, but like the middle of the end of the mids. Yeah. You're on final approach. Like gorillas in the mids. <laughs> uh, ba-da-bow. He's out old man. I saw him earlier today because he had to poop again. And it was hard and black. Gross. <laughs> That's gross. Sometimes it's like a weird green and I don't know why. It's like half of it too. You're a hell of a guy. That's when he eats the fuzz off his tennis balls. Is that what that is? Yeah, of course that's what that is. What did you think it was? I, I figured it was something. It's absolutely tennis ball. I just figured you had a green sweater somewhere missing a cuff. No, he just hunts tiny Muppets. Muppet killer. And you will know me by the trail of felt. <laughs> yeah, my air conditioner craps out. Crapped out again today. Uh-oh. Why? It's, well, I took it in that one time and they're like, oh, we can't figure out what's wrong with it. So now I'm starting to go to a new place. Yeah. I mean, I, the first couple of the times when they were like, oh, we, we didn't find anything wrong with it. Because I've taken it a couple of times and they've said that. Uh, you're like, oh, great. You're not, you're not just fucking me over. Yeah. And then, uh, and then when you're like, no, man, the shit's not working. And they're like, yeah, it is. You're like, okay. One of the other shows had a fart machine on our floor the other day. Yeah. And I was dying laughing. And like the 23 year olds I work with were like, oh, my God, what are we, 12? And I was like, and every time it'd go off, I'd be like, ha ha, farts. I remember John Liddell, his text alert (laughs) was farts. And I remember riding around in his car, the tributary, (laughs) we'd be listening to music through his phone through the bluetooth and all of a sudden for no reason you know the music would cut out he's here and then it would the music would come back on so it'd be like can i have some remedy like it was so and i it never got old it never every time i was crying laughing oh god that's hysterical oh god bless it God bless it. My agent invited me to Tom York next week. I was like, I am good. I'm good on Tom Yorkie. I would absolutely go. I is like he radio Coldplay head. or is he Radiohead? Radiohead. How dare you? They're the exact same to me. Open up your ear holes. It's just not my to vibe. A, to a world of white guys. It's not. <laughs> it's just not my vibe. WWGs. Oh yeah, that's I right. like Radiohead. They're trippy. I like Coldplay is not. I like Creep. I that, mean, that's a great song. 
Yeah, it's a great one. I'm going no notes. I didn't make notes. So well, I hope it, I hope we get it done. You're like, though you forgot to write, finish the podcast. But if you don't have the cue, how will you know? I, <laughs> I always or have just to. it'll be Friday. It's like, what else to talk about? No, I always put We're like forgetting to do <laughs> something. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> All right. And the podcast. Yeah. If only I had my notes. <laughs> and that's why Andy's been here for three days. Yeah. I never, we never said goodnight. Yeah, that's what it was. Anyway, welcome back. Welcome back. To the three-day fucking... This is a long one. Pot-a-thon. <laughs> uh, I'm Chris Porter. I'm Andy Porter. And this is the one millionth podcast. We're siblings. Mm-hmm. We're friends. Eh. Uh, we're Chiefs fans. Uh, yeah, no, we're Chiefs fans. Yeah, we're definitely Chiefs fans. Unless we're not. Hey, and we won last week, and I watched the whole game. You were there, and yeah. so I can continue to watch Chiefs games. Yeah, you're not the curse. I am not the curse. It turns out it is the defensive coaching. <laughs> yeah, just for found one aspect of your life where you're not the curse. Yay! Finally. It's not me all the time. But usually it is. It kind of is. And that's why things are so great. <laughs> the One Millionth Podcast, speaking of why things are so great, is brought to you by Charlie Hustle. Vintage made fresh. I'm wearing a Charlie Hustle t-shirt right now. And it's super comfy. He wears it a lot and it's a nice white color to it. It does. You shouldn't really be talking about how great white colors are. <laughs> well, there's only one. Whoa. Well, there's only one white. Nope. I mean, there's like off-white. Uh, oh, no. And then there's Filipino. <laughs> Three, two. <laughs> yeah, go to charliehustle.com. Check out all these amazing designs they have. We talk about them every episode because they deserve to be talked about every episode. But just go to charliehustle.com. And when you check out, you can get 25% off your whole order when you enter in the promo code, the number one, and the word million. That's right. Way to go, Andy. I got it right that time. You crushed it. Uh, how was your weekend? Uh, it was great. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Thursday, we hung out. We did. We, we watched, watched the, the Chiefs. Chiefs. Yes. It's a beautiful elbow room on Cahuenga. On Cahuenga Boulevard. Cahuenga. Yeah. And then Friday, I worked... And I was just tired. You know, yeah. I was just ding dang tired. Oh, that's right. I texted you. You're like, I'm going to bed. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, what are you doing? It was nine o'clock on a Friday. I was like, you know, I think I'm going to go to bed. Yeah. You're like, I'm walking auto. And then I was like, that's actually not a bad idea. It was so great. Yeah. I watched a lot of Friday Night Lights. Still crushing it. Yeah. I'm in the middle of season three. You're getting through it. Because last really week you're in out. season two. So how many episodes in a season? 22. No shit. Yeah. So you had a marathon. Yeah, I Good did. For you. It was nice. I don't know how much I was awake for. Okay. But you know, but that's then, what's great about that. Then you come back, you're like, I don't remember any of this shit. Yeah. I was like, cool, more episodes. Right. I'm not as far along as I thought I was. And then Saturday, I went to the gym, and it was a soul crushing workout. Um, yeah, CrossFit will do that every once in a while. They have they have one where they're like, no, this one will be hilarious. Yeah. Um, but I actually really enjoyed it. Oh, good. It was fun. And then I went, um, my friend Jim, we had his birthday dinner. 
And we went to a wonderful restaurant called the Krabby Crab. The Krabby Crab. Yeah. But you call it the Crab Bag. Well, it's Crab Bag. They actually started, they stopped doing the bag. Okay. Now it, it's Crab Steel Bowl. Yeah. Because <laughs> of, cut down on the plastic Because of the environmental concerns. Yeah. Well, good for them. Yeah. And Jim, who I love so much, and he goes, what, no bag? And they go, no, we're trying to cut down on plastic waste. He goes, I'm going to be honest with you. This kind of ruins it for me. <laughs> I was like, good for him. I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. He's I mean, just, he says it with a with an ode of sarcasm, right? No, it's straight up the truth. Uh, Jim is like, he's earnest. Yeah. One time we went to Mastro's. The adjective, not the guy from Goes to Camp. Yeah. <laughs> So one time we went to Mastro's Ocean Club in Malibu for oh, Easter look brunch. Look you being fancy. I know. Well, our friend was hooking it up because he just he's a manager, so it was just it was fun. Oh, nice. Um, it's always it's not what you know, it's who you know. Exactly, and they have this amazing dessert called butter cake, and it's like a griddle cake. It's, I'm already in. It's incredible. That's it's two so of good. my favorite things. And so they bring it to us, and it's all a mode as well. It's just so. Divine. Oh, I love it when it's on the mode. I love on the mode. <laughs> Isn't that a movie with Paul Newman? On the mode. On the mode. No, I think that's an old Hammerstein tune. <laughs> on the mode again. <laughs> bap, battle bap. <laughs> on the mode. <laughs> on the mode. <laughs> that's why they called lithium back in the day. <laughs> on the mode. That's why you just, on the mode. <laughs> what were we mode. talking about? Uh, oh, Mastro's. Yes. So we're all eating it, and we're like, oh, my God, this is so amazing. You know, B, thanks for bringing us here and hooking it up. And Jim goes, this is the second best dessert I've ever had. <laughs> it's not the best dessert I've ever had, but it's easily the second. <laughs> and we were like, why can't you just say you <laughs> like it? <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> No one went, is it the best you've ever had? Because then, yeah, be like, man, you're close. Eh. What was number one? Did he say? You have to fucking say it. I don't know if he even, I'm sure he was like, I can't think of it. But, you know, I just feel it in my gut. Speaking of things that are the best. Yeah. Last episode, we talked about these Ruffles double crunch. Oh, yeah. Buffalo wing chips. So I went out and got us a couple of bags. Look at you. Look at you. Shall I give him a try? Yeah, let's do it. Do you want to tell them how many stores you had to go to? I went to three. Oh, you went to three. I went on a walkabout. I thought you said five. No. Oh, that's not nearly as impressive. Yeah, that's amazing. That double crunch. The double crunch is really good. I like that. And um, this is this hot wing flavoring they've had around for a while. And it's really good. Yeah. But the double crunch, you're right. You think you're fine with single crunch. You're not. It's because you haven't had the double crunch. It really puts up a fight. It really does. Like I feel like I'm wrestling the chip with my mouth. Yeah. But like in a fun, like in a Brazilian jiu-jitsu way. Yeah, like we're training. Like at the end, we're all going to go get beers in our geese. <laughs> I couldn't hear what you said over my crunch. Well, see, this was, this was a poor choice because I'm going to not stop eating this. That's a bummer that I know about those now. Because <laughs> I've been doing really well with foods like that and not eating them. I just need to know what makes it double. Is it the deeper ruffle ridges? I'm thinking everything's double. That tastes like it's a thicker chip. It's kettle cooked. Oh. I mean, the ridges are significant. They are significant. And, like, if you had some ranch dip, you would have, like, 
a half a cup of ranch on one chip just because of the ridge. I got a wild suggestion. Here, okay, go for it. Dean's French onion dip. Man, I've never been a fan. And that's why the things that you believe in are questionable. Well, that's woof. All right. <laughs> so that was Saturday. Uh, what'd you do on Sunday? I didn't do shit. Oh, I edited the podcast, but I didn't do shit. Oh, you didn't watch. You didn't watch football. I watched some football, but you know, I just like lounged around. Nice. Well, good for you. I uh, Thursday, of course, got super drunk. I was. I knew I was in trouble because I got there first. And when I... I got super drunk on Thursday, too. I don't know what I thought, how long I thought it took me to walk to that place, but it was it was not close. Because I left, I got there, I sit down, I look up and the TV says, 30 minutes till kickoff. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. Well, it's not like I'm going to not drink yeah. this entire time. So, And then everyone that showed up kept buying me drinks, which got, thank you. Thank you to Andy's friends. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so, but yeah, watch the Chiefs, hung out, and Jim got there second, and we were there on our own for quite some time. So I got to, that was our first one-on-one. How'd it go? It went well. Good. We had a good time. He's going to love this. Sorry, I hope you guys like ASMR. Uh, yeah. I don't know what that means. Is that like AIDS? Yeah, kind of, but uh, on the internet. Okay. Yeah, did that, and then so it was a pretty early eve that that night, and then Friday I had a date. A bit of a date. A bit of a date. I'm just come down with a touch of a date. Well, it was, it was very odd. We met, and we had a good time, and then I asked her out for a drink, and then she was like, I'll have one drink with you, and I was like, one drink, and she was like, if you want to go out on a date, ask me out on a proper date. I was like, all right, well, let's go have dinner. And she was like, cool. And then uh, then she was like, oh, well, I am just getting out of something. So I'm, I'm not sure if I really want to date. I was like, well, that's why I was going for drinks. But obviously, I'm not going to argue about that shit. Yeah. Anyway, so we went and had dinner and it was fun. And uh, she was a cool chick. And then but it was just dinner. And then we went our several ways. And oh. then that's when I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then Saturday, I did a spot at the Improv in Hollywood, and then another spot at the Comedy Store. How was that? Oh, that was super good. Those both those sets were fun. Uh, nice. And I gotta tell you, the mac and cheese at the Hollywood Improv—it's uh, new and it's good, and I like it, and it's really good. So staying away from bad foods, huh? I mean, it's uh, it's good. It's good for you. Got my carbs. Uh, but uh, yeah, and then Sunday played some softball. And uh, then I just hung out at the house. It was good times. I, You know, I'm not home a lot. So to spend a whole weekend here and have two of those days pretty much off, it was a lot of fun. That's and, nice. And then today I went to the beach. That's nice. I went to the beach. Good on you. I haven't been all summer. I said, fuck it. I got to get out there before it's no longer an option. I haven't been all summer either. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun. You know, there is um, a place I think we should maybe... Try to go in the summer of 2021, or maybe not. Okay. Depending on the reaction to this story, that will decide if we go. So, an air raid shelter in Hamburg, Hamburg. built by Forest Li- Hamburg, whatever. Hamburg. An air raid shelter in Hamburgler, built by forced laborers during World War II, 
will become a design and lifestyle hotel. Oh, nice. A little boutique. Well, um, a boutique that can hold 18,000 people. Oh, that's, that's called a fallout shelter. Yeah, it's an air raid shelter. Holy shit. Uh, that's yeah. a resort. Yeah. It's For... going to open mid-2021. Was it all underground? No, it's above ground here. And there's going to be a five-story tiered garden. This is a mock-up. And it's not the best disguise no. of what it was. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow. It looks like a Chia Pet version of a Gestapo. Yeah, it definitely, it looks like something out of a, I mean, it is a drawing. It looks like a cartoon, but it, it also looks like a cartoon. Cha-cha-cha Hitler. <laughs> um. Hold on, there's some really funny quotes about it. Let me scroll on down so, here. So it was an air raid shelter. Yes. Was it ever used? It's a former Nazi bunker. Okay. Were built there... built by forced laborers to shelter tens of thousands of Germans during Allied air raids in World War II. Did they ever? But did they ever actually use them? Yeah. Okay. I guess. It was one of thousands of air raid shelters built across the country by the Third Reich. That was the worst Reich. I'm more of a Fourth Reich kind of gal. They really right? Their stride. What about, a, I was an OG Reich person, the first one, when there were still just bass, drums, and the lead singer playing guitar. <laughs> That's the, the original Reich, man. Oh, yeah. So during heavy bombing during the summer of 1943, at least 25,000 Germans sought shelter there. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's used. Yeah. As used. After the war, there was discussion to destroy it. Yeah. And then when they realized how the amount of dynamite was necessary to blow through that much concrete, it would have blown the residential area around it to smithereens. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Those it's Germans, uh, they know how to build a, everything. Like anything built German is going to last, sometimes yeah. to a fault. Well, the someone, one of the volunteer groups that's helping organize this like rooftop garden says, it's time to move on, but very respectfully. <laughs> Is it called the Respectful Resort? The Respectfully. The Respectfully, but it's German, so it's like respecting Gruben. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's another, um, there was a never completed holiday resort that Hitler had intended to use, but uh, they had ended up getting, but he never used it, I think, because uh, he killed himself. Oh, yeah. Because um, that war wasn't going so well. Yeah, it wasn't. But uh, it was converted to luxury apartments, and they have an 8.4 rating on Booking.com. So, come for the history, stay for the half a Ferris wheel. Yeah, I wonder. If, I wonder what they would. I wonder if they turned Michael Jackson's thing into because the rides are already there. They're they're selling that mansion, Neverland. Neverland. They're selling the whole thing. Oh, it's been up for sale for like over a year, two years. And they keep having to drop the price. I would buy it and turn it into a like a little amusement park. God, every so many. Little boy ghosts hunting the shit out of everything. Well, maybe you move it to another part of the grounds. It's like a Twilight Maybe get it episode. away from the house anyway. Get away from the house. Just, just level it. There's a, yeah. There's a smell. Uh, so you and I grew up uh, with our parents. I mean, how much do mature. you remember of the old house in in sh- out west in Shawnee? A lot. Do you remember when uh the base the basement would flood? Mm-hmm. 
Um, it happened twice, three times. Happened a couple of times. I I remember one time just seeing mom bailing water as fast as she could and just looking at her like going, "There's no way." Yeah. There's no way. And, and then, where was but, she bailing the water into? It was basically. Well, that was the thing. So she's bailing it out of the sump pump because the sump pump's overflowing. And she's pouring it out the window onto the ground. And that ground drains back into the sump pump. <laughs> so, which, you know, it's hard to explain to a frantic woman. Uh, person. Person. Frantic human being. Mom's gender is very fluid. Um, <laughs> anyway. She does have huge balls. <laughs> Uh, I love you, Mom, and your balls. Well, one Iowa family had it a little bit worse when their basement got flooded with five inches of animal blood. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Also, is this the uh, Shining? That's, Did the elevator dude, doors open? If there were, f- I'm not a ghost or like possessed person, but if there were five inches of animal blood in my fucking basement, pack your shit. We're moving. Then we'll figure it the fuck out. Yeah. Like, that's how that goes. And if it's one of you kids, uh, I'm leaving you. Apparently, the waste is coming from a neighboring meat locker where blood and tissue from slaughtered animals will wash down a drain. A clog in that pipe sent waste into the, into the people's basement through a floor drain. So it's bubbling up through the floor. Could you imagine... Oh I God, don't know. Like every horror movie that I've ever loved you're has that 16, scene in there. 17 years old. Maybe you're doing your first hit of acid. You're just hanging out in your parents' basement, just chilling. You're peeking your balls off, and all of a sudden you see blood come up through the fucking <laughs> the basement drain, and then you're like, oh, this stuff's really good, and then you're like, oh, no, this, this really is blood. <laughs> I think we had different childhoods. Yeah. I mean, I, I never did acid, but I'm just saying that would be a worst case scenario. I don't think I could do acid. Oh, I can't like, do it anymore for sure. No. And if like if I was on acid, I think I would just keep thinking about like, hey, you're on acid. And that just sounds bad. Yeah. I had one of my lifetime heroes offer me acid on many occasions. And I was like. Darius Rucker. Yes, very much so. And uh, I was like, no, mainly because he was. It probably still is uh, inhuman when it comes to the amount of psychedelics he could take and function. And on many occasions, I had done mushrooms with him, and then he would just go to sleep in in his bunk on the bus. And I would be alone, tripping my balls off, which on mushrooms is doable. But acid, that's a much longer ordeal. And he'd be like, Porter, let's do acid. I'm like, no. Because you're going to go to sleep in four hours, and then I'm, I'm still going to have eight hours of this trip left. Yeah. And not know what I'm doing. Yeah. No thanks. No thanks. And then that very, he, so he did acid, and then uh, I think it was three and a half hours later, said, I'm going to bed. And yeah. I, and I said, fuck you. And he laughed, and that was it. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Speaking of being on the road with musicians. On the road again. On the, what was that we were just singing? On the mode. On the mode. On the mode again. <laughs> Second best dessert that Jim has ever had. <laughs> uh, so, you know Snoop Dogg from the LBC. Oh, yeah. 
Snoop D O double G. He. There's a lot of drama in the LBC. There is a lot of drama in the LBC. It's. I think it's not easy, but it's probably really hard to be Snoop D O double G. Yeah, that's what I've heard. It's so hard. Like you can't say it. You have to spell it out because people are otherwise people are like that motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. He revealed that he his staff includes a uh, PBR, a professional blunt roller, and they get paid forty to fifty grand a year to be Snoop Dogg's professional blunt roller. No shit. Seth Rogen said, "Yeah, he backed up the claim, saying he knows how to gauge the look on someone's face and when they might want a blunt, and if they do, he gives you one." And it's like if you're hanging out with Snoop Dogg, I'd probably just assume when you're going to smoke a blunt. Yeah, and how is Snoop Dogg not a professional blunt roller? I mean, I guess you're Snoop Dogg. You don't want to be the guy rolling blunts. Yeah, but also, that's not very much money. But you're also rolling blunt. Yeah, but, I mean, he travels with him everywhere he goes. So he's not paying for food. He probably gets a per diem. He's probably on the crew. I guess, but still. Nods are he's probably got other duties, I would assume. Oh, and he does get to help himself to as much of the marijuana as he would possibly like. You know. That's what Brian, I mean, you know, Brian rolled a lot of joints on that bus. Like, that was kind of his deal. I mean, a lot of them were for him, to be fair. But, uh, yeah, like, he had a joint ready. You got to, you got to, that's the cool thing about being on tour. You can get a guy for that. There's a guy for that. There's a guy for that. There's a guy that's not doing something for an hour that will do that. Hmm, nice. This is nice, yeah. The guy who made his own Noah's Ark is back with a plan to mess up Halloween. What? So you know there's a giant Noah's Ark in Kentucky. The theme park? It is a theme park now, yes. But he built this giant uh, Noah's Ark. Well, now he's encouraging his followers to hand out a gift rather than this treat. And it's basically uh, Ham suggests giving away... The, well, first off, he he happens to sell these items, which is pretty great. Oh well, how that's not convenient for the listeners. Uh, Ham suggests giving away the items he sells, including fake million dollar bills with pictures of a T Rex or Noah's Ark on the front and warnings of eternal damnation on the back. I've already got that. Uh, nine eight ninety nine for two hundred of them of those bill, uh, million dollar bills. And on the back it says, have you lied? Have you ever lied, stolen, or used God's name in vain? If so, you've broken God's law. The penalty for your crimes against God is death and eternal hell because God is holy and just. Yeah, man, hand those out. If you like toilet paper and eggs, because you're going to get a lot of them. You're not going to be able to use any of them, but you're going to see a lot of them. (laughs) And you're you're probably going to hear some words that... People shouldn't say out loud, but they still do, especially the guys that are handing their kids Bible verses. Oof. There are a lot of damnations will be thrown out there. So many damnations and a lot of fuckings. Yeah. And a lot of suck my dickses. Sucks my dicks. <laughs> Sucks my dickses. Eats my butts. Eats my butts. Go fuck your Selvios. <laughs> And I'll fuck your moms. <laughs> then I'll fuck your mom. A lot of those will be on the list of things you'll hear. Oh, speaking of fucking your parents. Oh, Dennis whoa. Quaid is engaged to a 26 year old. 
Go Dennis Quaid. Man, that dude is 65. Like, I wouldn't date a 26-year-old. But he's Dennis Quaid. She's also a PhD student. I didn't read that part. She is working towards her PhD. But also, yeah, what the... I mean, even with the PhD, that's even more reason not to date Dennis Quaid, because he's no PhD. But he could build a field of dreams, though. Oh, he's got field of... You don't think he doesn't have a part of that field of dreams in Iowa? Of course he does. Do you think his brother Randy's going to be invited to the wedding? (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't think he's around... I don't think he's allowed around women that age. And I don't think he's allowed to cross... No, they they brought him borders. back. They brought him back. He's back? From Canada? I thought he was still up there. Oh, that's super extradition. Like, you have no protection in extra Canada. Extra extradition. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they put that extra in extradition. It's extra with two X's. They even fly a first... That's They're Canada, so they fly a first class back. But it's, Yeah, and they apologized the whole time. They were like, we're really sorry about this, but, you know, you you did something wrong, eh? Yeah, syrup. Syrup. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, that's 39 years worth of difference. Like, there's no way they're talking about the same shit. Hey, man, it's 2019. Yeah. Everybody, Which means you know. he's been alive for 65 years. And that's quite hot. From a guy that's dated a girl 11 years younger, there's, there's just such a giant gap of things you can talk about that, like, just references, you know, what, you know what I'm saying? Maybe not if you're super rich, though. Hold on. What other movies was Dennis Quaid in? Any Given Sunday. A Dog's Purpose. A Dog's Journey. Oh, The Parent Trap, though. That's a fucking classic. Probably one of the first movies she ever saw. Me? Not the chick. Oh, yeah, probably. I mean, if she did. Good good parenting. Oh, yeah. Wow, he's been in everything. G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra. Dennis Quaid. So let's see. 26 years ago. What year was that? 1993? Yeah. He was in Undercover Blues. Do you remember that? How about Flesh and Bone? (laughs) (laughs) The way you say it, it sounds gross. I know. Flesh and Bone. Flesh and Bone. (laughs) Bone. (laughs) What was Flesh and Bone about? Oh, he was in Wyatt Earp. Oh, I never saw that because I was a tombstone guy. Flesh and bone. Oh, Meg Ryan, back when her face wasn't fucked up. Meg Ryan, fuck up her face? Are you kidding me? Oh, I got to see this. What happened? Flesh and bone, a neo-noir drama. James Caan, Gwyneth Paltrow in an early role. Family in rural Texas finds a boy, Arliss, who says he is lost. They take him into their home, feed him, and give him a place to sleep. I'm just going to read the entire plot from Wikipedia. Okay. No, let's not do it. Well, let's find out what happened to fucking Meg Ryan. When you have a whole Google image thing that says surgery, that's not good. Oh, what the fuck happened? She looks like Renee Zellweger. Yeah, they both look like... I don't know who they both look like now. Oh, she know, but she does not look... What happened? She just... They stretched her face too much. Nose job. They were like, turn it up to nine. 
No one's ever gone to nine before. She demands it. She keeps saying I was on Top Gun briefly. Let me do this. She wasn't in Top Gun. Yeah, she was. She was Goose's wife. She was? Yeah. I was too distracted by that fan in the widescreen version. Oh, that's why you got the DVD. Look, fan. No fan. Fan. <laughs> no fan. <laughs> Chris, can we just watch the fucking movie? But I just want you to see why this was worth so much money. Fan, no fan. <laughs> Speaking of fans. Speaking of fans, listener mail. Uh, beep, bop, boop. You got it right this time. I did. Hello, Andy and Chris. This is from John. Hi, John. Listening to the shit bucket episode and loving it. Well, thank you. And also, you're welcome. Came across this storyline. Chris will change her opinion on Taco Bell. And he uh, sends us... Uh, the article that many people sent me on Instagram and Twitter, uh, the article about Taco Bell recalling two million pounds of meat. Someone found a little bit of metal in their burrito. Listen, people, let me tell you something. If you're going to eat Taco Bell, you got to expect metal. Yeah. That's how you, that's Taco Bell. Yeah. Where the fuck have you been? Right. It's a little prize you get. Uh, you get to get a new tooth and you get a free burrito because you're like, hey, I found some metal in my burrito. And they're like, holy shit. But now that we're in this fucking internet world, now we got to recall a mil- two million pounds of beef. That's also what I call my dick. Two point two million pounds of beef. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's it's a the point two. It's specific. It's very. They're like, oh, is it really? Mm-hmm. Uh, two point two million pounds of beef. So two point two million pounds of beef. <laughs> And it has a song. Yeah. Your dick has a song. What? Of course it does. I mean, with a name like that. My dick jam. Does it also have a cape? <laughs> no, but it has a cane. Do you have a dick cane? You're going to have a cane. <laughs> it is uh, my cane. From having to lug that thing around. It is my cane. Oh. I just shuffle to the side. So when you get a boner, do you it. just pass out from all the blood <laughs> going from every other part of your body? Sure do. <laughs> Uh, 2.2 million pounds of beef. <laughs> so, uh, you know what? You know what this letter has done or this email? It's made me change my opinion of my sister. <laughs> but, uh, and I didn't think that was possible. But no, uh, no, I did not, does not change my opinion of the bell. Uh, you know, you're gonna get some metal. You gotta make that much. And that's also what makes Taco Bell like metal, you know? Yeah, yeah. Hard metal. Yeah, metal. Like, Heavy metal. Take it over. Take it over. Risk with my health. Take it over. Risk. And also, I eat the chicken at Taco Bell anyway. Yeah, I'm a chicken. No, I, I get I get some beef here and there. You do? Yeah. <laughs> I bet you and, do. God damn it. <laughs> uh, this- Two point two million pounds of beef. <laughs> uh, this one's from Jeremy. Hey, Chris and Andy. Chris, have you ever been in a situation where you've had to step up and defend Andy's honor? <laughs> I don't think so. No, and also honor? <laughs> what? Uh, I was just talking about my huge sh- dick. Andy, in return, have you ever had to slap a bitch for being nasty to your brother? No, I no. encourage it. Yeah, you no, know, she usually feeds them lines on pieces of paper. <laughs> I'm hungry. Do you have an IFB in? <laughs> I'm hungry. Going to order some back attack snacks. Take care and thank you for making my favorite podcast, Jeremy. Oh, well, you're welcome. Thank you for making us your favorite. It's always sunny. Why is that the subject? Uh, he sends us another email. I don't know why I titled my last email, It's Always Sunny. 
I had a fucktard moment, crying, laughing emoji, Jeremy. <laughs> uh, this one we literally got while we were filming the episode. Tape taping. recording? Voice, what is this? Voice filming. This is scr- scritch scratching? It's from Mariah. You said you got kicked out of Power Light. I'm really curious to... I, I'm sure... I'm assuming that you forgot the word no. To know how you pulled that off. Also, was your sister with you? Yes. Uh... Also, you guys crack me up and make my brother and my sense of humor seem normal. Thanks for that. Love you guys. Oh. I only love you too, Mariah. Uh, Easy. You just met. Yeah. Well, you just say it. You're not supposed to just say it. Well, not when you're dating someone, but to people that write you. Sure. <laughs> uh, I did. I did get kicked out of power and light. I, uh, what was that? Oh, it's actually a. Stupid story. We were there drinking. Uh, my sister and my Which cousin. We never do. Never. My sister, my cousin, and a couple of my buddies. We were at uh, a country bar, and my cousin was showing me how uh, flimsy the sconce was. And by sconce, I mean the thing that holds up a velvet rope. We it's were... a stanchion. A sconce is something that holds a light on a wall. A stanchion. You're right. That's my bad. It's a stanchion. Anyway. Uh, oh. But we're at a PBR, so which is a country bar, so it was a wood stanchion that held up a regular rope. And my cousin goes, look how flimsy this is. He knocks over the stanchion, picks it back up. Next thing I know, we were surrounded by six security guards. And they're like, you guys have to go. And I'm like, no, because I worked mall security for a couple years. I know when people have to go, right? <laughs> right? Who's with me? So... <laughs> Uh, they started to put hands on my cousin and I said, fuck you. And <laughs> I put my hand on one of them. I had more to say at that point. They had stopped caring about and they start attacking me. And I start all I know is I start pushing dudes off me and, and then going, they grab my hat and then they gra- grab my hat. They got me down and got me cuffed and they're taking me downstairs. And I did keep screaming, grab my hat. It was a lot like that scene in Back to the Future 2 where Biff's being dragged down the stairs after he wrecks into the courthouse. Uh-huh. Uh, except I was wearing a even more ridiculous shirt, if that's possible. And, <laughs> and we should have left the hat. And we should have left the... <laughs> uh, yeah, so I spent three hours in... Oh, and then they... It was n- more than three hours. Uh, yeah, it might have been. So, uh, but then, then they found we... When they... When we got to the uh, office, they found weed on me, and they're like, you're no longer welcome at Power and & Light. And I was like, I didn't like it here anyway. And uh, so, they, yeah, they told me I was banned for life. Uh, I've been back. and uh, <laughs> But, no, it's been a good time. Uh, but, yeah, that's how I got kicked out. I did. I, I spent, yeah, like five or six hours in jail. And the rest of us spent five or six hours outside the jail. Yep. Waiting. And then I came out. uh, From jail. I'd actually been released like two hours earlier, but. Fucking dick. It was super convenient for me because that was my first day of working at Power and Light. Oh, yeah. So going to work the next day was super weird. (laughs) Man, I know how to I know how to treat people right. Don't I? (laughs) Uh, and I overdrafted my bank account getting your bail money. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, I was 22, so. Speaking of drunk. I was 21. Easy to do. A man 
kept telling people that he wasn't drunk and had not been drinking. And he was suffering from a rare but very real condition called auto brewery syndrome. Oh, I've heard of this. ABS, colloquially, 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 lemon face, lion face, Rowan, rudes, colloquially referred to as drunkenness disease after finishing a round of antibiotics. Uh, So basically, he was. In 2011, and continuing for six years thereafter, the man who told doctors he was only an occasional social drinker began experiencing depression, brain fog, and aggressive behavior. These changes, which were reported out of character for the man, occurred after he finished a round of antibiotics for a thumb injury. Uh, I didn't spill. It's fine. (laughs) I did. But one morning, the man was arrested for allegedly driving drunk. When he was pulled over... He refused a breathalyzer and was hospitalized. And his blood alcohol, this is in British, in metric, so it was 200 milligrams over DL, whatever the fuck that is. Deadline. (laughs) Which can can occur after consuming 10 or so alcoholic drinks. And everyone just thought he was a closet drinker and that he was just a really terrible liar. And then they figured out after being hospitalized. Could you, could you imagine just, first off, breads getting you hammer glubined? <laughs> just like, oh, oh I man. can't, I can't have a sandwich. I have to go back to work today. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I had so much pasta. Can we just Uber? Dude, you went home with fucking Tina? Oh, dude, I'd eaten so much bread. I didn't know what I was doing. I just kept farting and passing out. <laughs> God damn it. Fucking farting, passing out. That's all Fucking we were doing farting. all night. Two point two million pounds of meat. <laughs> Fucking and farting. Fucking and farting. Two point two million pounds of meat. <laughs> anyway, go on. What were you saying? Andy's writing your fucking heavy metal album. And it's not going to be good. <laughs> so it'll be a really good heavy metal album. It's going to be. God damn it. Well, we know what the title's going to be. <laughs> Fucking farting 2.2 million pounds <laughs> of meat. And farting. Farting. And fucking. 2.2 million pounds of meat. Oh, shit. I hope that's as funny tomorrow as we think it is now. Oh, it probably won't be, but hey, we're having a good time. <laughs> uh, should we uh, talk about the Trump thing? Oh, yeah. Um, Andy made a joke about uh, what I guess basically what we're saying is like, we don't care who the fuck you voted for. Yeah, just vote. And we don't really talk about politics on here. And we just kind of wanted to clarify, hey, man, if you voted for Trump, God bless you. Yeah, uh, we don't necessarily uh, understand it or agree with it, but that's fine. Uh, we don't talk about politics on here for the most part, and we want you to know that no matter who you voted for, we have family members that vote for Trump, and we still love them to death. Exactly. Mainly because they give us money. Who the fuck are you getting money from? Uh, I get money from all the relatives. Huh. Yeah, it's. Okay. Uh, I demand it in order to show up for Christmas. 
We can do that? I can. You have to have three more TV credits, and then you can. I still think I have more TV credits than you. No, I, I count a bunch of things that they don't. I count a bunch. I've been on TV a whole bunch. So have I. I've been on The Last Comic Standing. And so then have I. I had my Comedy Central special. I was also on that. And then I had Live at Gotham. I and, was at Live in Brooklyn. And then uh, I was, uh, there's other things. Arsenio uh, Hall. I did Johnny Carson. You did do Johnny Carson. You know what? And you keep, you never not bring it up. And you got the couch. I did. And I did the Lawrence Welk show. So. You did. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> That's, which was so weird. I know. I was like, how did I get here? Uh, <laughs> and it was a weird interview, too. Yeah, he didn't weird. know who the fuck you were. No, I didn't either. <laughs> Time traveling really screws you up. Uh, what else do you have? Well, probably Hepe. Uh, so who did? Who directed Raging Bull? Martin Scorsese. Was it Scorsese or was that a Coppola joint? Who directed Raging Bull? Raging Bull was directed by Martin Scorsese. Oh, okay. Well, you know, uh, speaking of Scorsese, you know, we talked about how he slammed the Marvel movies. Yeah, what's he Scorsese now? Well, it's not what he's saying. <laughs> Francis Ford. Scorsese. Scorsese? Like, what's he Scorsese? I know. I got you. Okay, I just want to really make sure you heard my joke because you didn't laugh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if you had eyebrows, I'd be offended. Oh. That seems smug. Oh, <laughs> always making fun of my no fucking eyebrows. Hey, I have—I don't have them either. I just draw mine on, oh, like they, a, like an adult. They always—I <laughs> love it when I get into the chair to do my multiple television appearances, <laughs> and, <laughs> and they're like, "So do you want eyebrows?" I'm like, "Yes, please, please give me eyebrows." Uh, I also, ask them if they can tattoo them on. <laughs> also, a man who has. Almost too much eyebrow is Francis Ford Coppola's. Uh, and Scorsese. And Scorsese. Uh, at a press conference in Lyon, France, where he was being honored at the Lumiere Festival, the Godfather director said he fully agreed with Scorsese's assessment. Scorsese's assessment. Wow, that's a tough one. Say I agree that with what he Scorsese's. <laughs> Scorsessment. And went even further in criticizing Marvel-type movies. He said, Mar this is a quote, he didn't say it was despicable, which is what I say. Which I think is too far. They're not despicable. No, they're enjoyable. They're very fun. Iron Man is awesome. Despicable is like Fifty Shades of Grey. Because uh, if you're going to do it, do it right. Right? Don't half-ass it with the Code of No Act over here. <laughs> Dakota Noack. <laughs> There's no more like <laughs> Leslie basic can't do way it. to say Leslie can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, she should Stanislav see her way out of there. <laughs> Fucking what? Do you have an aneurysm just now? Stanislavski's an acting coach. Oh. Uh, Igor Artem Chernovsky. Chernovsky's? No, he's a dancer on Dancing with the Stars. Okay, see if we can bring it back. You ready? Scorsese. <laughs> Scorsese. <laughs> what's, what's he Scorsese? <laughs> God damn it. Uh, what do you Scorsese? This is why mom and dad aren't coming out for Thanksgiving. 
for this right here. <laughs> I can't, Carol. I can't go out there and they just they start going into these weird sentences, and I don't know what the fuck they're saying, but I think it makes me dumber. And now that I have these hearing aids, I can hear every word they're saying. Oh damn it! No, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. If she can't get off work, fuck her. Fuck him. We're not fucking going. <laughs> fuck her. Fuck him. <laughs> We're going to Phoenix. <laughs> oh, I love him. <laughs> oh. Oh, man. Speaking of mothers, a terrified mum. This is uh, from Yahoo News UK. So it's a mu- she's a mum. Yeah, I got that when you said mom the first time. Spends the night thinking a ghost is in the cot with her baby before discovering husband's mistake. A mother of two spent a sleepless night convinced there was a ghost baby in bed with her son before uncovering the truth the following day, realizing her husband was to blame. I thought my eyes were playing tricks on me. I tried to ignore it, but it was really starting to creep me out. My husband, Corey, was working that night, so I was even more freaked out. I sent the picture to her, my mom, and a best friend. They all had different opinions. <laughs> now, uh, it does. there's a photo, and it does look like there's a little baby uh, crib with the baby. Another baby in the crib with the baby? But also, I'm trying to figure out why she could. Uh, so, Martiza snuck into the room with a torch or a flashlight. Uh, a torch? What year was this? That's, that's, that's they have what, baby monitors and torches? That's Well, that's... <laughs> yes, yes. Well, you know, how else are you going to find Frankenstein, which is a huge problem over there? Because people keep making them. Uh, so, while I was sleeping to try and catch a glimpse of the ghost, I tried to be as quiet as possible and hide from the light, hide the light from my flashlight. So, okay, so this story actually happens in Illinois, but the, the story is being written by a Brit. So that's why you have the mums and the torches God, instead of flashlights. taking our stories. What? I told myself maybe it was just a stain on the sheet and left the room. I probably went in there about three or more times throughout the rest of the night. Turns out, dude, it was a new, uh, it's a new mattress. Dude had forgotten to take the sales label off of it, which has a giant baby picture on it. <laughs> so it's shown. So the sheet was obviously a bit sheer. So it's shown through that. And the camera, That's the camera picked hysterical. it up because it has night vision. Which is there a picture of the night vision? Uh, yeah, she thinks the face is where the face is. Oh, oh my God, that yeah. would scare the shit out of me. Yeah, right. Could you just imagine how many how many phone calls she made? Just like I just walked in there, it's it's fucking there. <laughs> you didn't fucking take the label off, you piece of shit. Yeah, my baby would not still be sleeping in there. <laughs> I would just have the baby sleep with me until we suss that out in the morning. <laughs> But we're going back to bed. We're going back to fuck bed. Fuck that shit. Right after I hammer up these two by fours over the door. Yeah. Just, you know. Just on the bottom, though, because a baby can't crawl through it. Can bo- ghost babies fly? Probably. I don't know. But also, if it's a ghost, I'm pretty sure doors are not an issue. Yeah, you're pretty much host. Yeah. And a baby ghost. I bet they can't really harness their supernatural powers Oh, yet. so they're just they're fucking out of control. ghost raping the shit out of it. They don't even mean Whoa, to. Wow. You just really. Wow. I mean, I don't mean sexually. Not Kesha's house. House. <laughs> Kesha's house. It's starting to happen again, isn't it? <laughs> uh, hey, we got a, and it's probably on our Instagram. 
uh, which is at one millionth pod. That's all words. One million with a TH and a POD. Also, we didn't mention this. If you want to send us more listener mail, send that to one millionth pod, all words at gmail.com. That's one millionth pod, all words, one million with a TH and a POD at the end. There it is. Uh, we sent the snacks to the winner of the Jonah Hillian contest. She got them. Jonah She's Hillian. super excited. Uh, she got her back attack snacks. She's about to get high. She's going to eat snacks. Back attack snacks. Yeah, they're Go, delicious. They are delicious. You got almonds. You got the beef jerky. Get you some. Get you some. Just go to uh, backattacksnacks.com and turn the promo code all words one millionth pod. That's a word one million with a TH. And then at the end, right there's a POD. <laughs> That's the promo code. It's going to get you 25% off your whole order there. It's all oregano's and almonds O's. <laughs> Oregano, you fucking psycho. I don't know if there's a way. I can't. I cook can't. something. I can't. I just dare you to cook something. I did. Remember when I made the spaghetti Alfredo? That with the canned sauce that you heated up. It was in a, sauce? a first off. It was in a jar. Sorry, the better container <laughs> the that's best. on a shelf. It is. Listen. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wanna. <laughs> If I want stuff that's made from scratch, I'll go have someone that knows how to do that stuff. A scratch maker. Speaking of scratch makers, scratch makers? They make it from scratch. Scratch, like, suka suka scratching. Ooh. Or, like, good turn of phrase. Making money, making scratch. All of them. Getting I'm, bread. I'm about both those lives. So, Elton John has just released this new tell all memoir called Me. <laughs> And this bitch is fucking airing out all kinds of people's shit in this book. I know he said Michael Jackson was a weirdo. Oh, yeah, just pills out of his mind. Wait, we all knew that. Yeah. Some would say he was wacko. Uh, but he did say um, that Tina Turner is a fucking nightmare. Oh, really? And we all know all the stuff about Madonna, which is my favorite, because that's why I love Elton Jones, because he's absolutely right. Madonna well, that she's is the worse worst. and that she's stupid? Yeah, she's just a, yeah. Um, and how do you have that much money and still have a giant gap in your teeth? Get that fixed. Wage gap. Straight away. She'll get it fixed when they close the wage gap. So he said that he's also Eminem's Alcoholics Anonymous sponsor. So Oh, good for them. Yeah. That's got to be a hell of a meeting to go to. Honestly, I think that'd be so fun. Can you imagine the stories? Dude, but also, like, imagine just being the regular Alcoholics Anonymous guy that just happens to, oh, I got this gig in Malibu. I'm going to go over here to this AA meeting real quick. And then you're like, Oh, this is about to not be as anonymous as it should be because I'm fucking telling everybody that I saw Elton John and Eminem. Yeah, I have a feeling Elton's not going to the ones in the church basement. You, guys, you know what I mean? You guys, before I get into my story, can I just... Will you guys do your song? Will you guys just do your song? Which song? No. No, your song. No, no, no. Do your song and then if you could do your song and then Eminem raps about it over it, that'd be sweet. It's my birthday. The best we can do is candle in the wind. It's like, God damn it, Gary. We're supposed to treat them like they're normal people. Fuck you, Steve. You had me come over and grout your bathroom. Because I knew how to grout bathrooms. Well, they know how to make music. I want to fucking hear them make music. Seems like you're speaking from experience. This is close to heart. Just super method, that's all. He said he let Stevie Wonder drive a snowmobile. Fuck yeah. Why wouldn't you? He goes, he was said it on, I think it was Fallon or Kimmel. Yeah. And he goes, you let Stevie Wonder drive your snowmobile. He was like, yeah, why not? Yeah. He was like, and if he dies, a little competition out of the way. <laughs> He's just such a fucking bitch. I want to hang out with him. 
Yeah. He just seems like the greatest. I bet he'd make fun of something you didn't want him to make fun of, though. Just right out of the gate. I bet he, I bet he's one of those dudes that would just knows exactly your, your button. Yeah. Like you just walk in and you just be like, oh, yeah, this and that. You'd be like, well, fuck you, dude. <laughs> one time, Boy George told me I smelled like cheese. Really? But he meant it in like a good way, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I took as a serious compliment. <laughs> like you smell terrible, but I want more of you. He goes, like you they... look like you smell cheesy. Oh, that's different. Uh, he wasn't talking about like the gross kind of way. No, he wasn't like, you smell like a foot, but you know. Yeah. Like a good one. Yeah. Like a fine he foot. He was difficult to work with. I'm sure that's not a shock. Yeah, not really. It'd be weird if he was super low key. Yeah. If he just walked in, he was like, oh, yeah, I'm boy George. No big deal. Yeah, you can't be low-key in those kinds of hats. I'll, what do you think we should do? I think we should wrap up those podcasts and go watch Flesh and Bones. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> it just, I'm flabbergasted. That is literal your, flabbergasted. By your bonery. Flabbergastion? 2.2 2 million pounds, pounds of meat. meat. 2.2 2 million pounds of meat. Farting and fucking and fucking and farting. It's 2.2 million pounds of meat. A suck up before we end this podcast. Uh, you can find myself, Chris Porter, at I am Chris Porter on both Twitter <laughs> and Instagram. You can also find the podcast at One Millionth Pod on Instagram. Andy, where can they find us on Twitter? They can find us at the number one in the words millionth pod. You can find me on Twitter at Andy Porter and on Instagram at Andy Port. Please uh, rate and review the podcast. It really helps us out. Yes. Be sure to use those promo codes because that also helps out the podcast. Yeah, and it helps you out too. I'll be in Wilmington, I believe, North Carolina (laughs) uh, all this weekend, Friday and Saturday at the Dead Crow Comedy Room. Tickets ah! tickets are available at chrisportercomedy.com or just Google it in case I'm wrong about that. <laughs> uh, as always, this has been the One Millionth Podcast. I'm Chris Porter. I'm Andy Porter. Fuck you. Come on by.